Welcome to Spirit. Yes. This is a weekly podcast. No, it's not. It's a monthly podcast. <laughs> it's a monthly podcast brought to you by Matchby Public Schools. Hello. Welcome to Spirits. I'm Caitlin. This is Mashby's own book podcast that you are listening to right now. I am here today. It's a beautiful day. And I am here with our second guest, Emily. Hello. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you. It's very, very nice office space you have yes, here. Yes. Thank you. It's lovely. Um, so today we are going to be talking about books, obviously, but Ooh. we're also talking about movies and we're talking about those book to movie adaptations that we all love and some that we don't. Oh, so yeah, that's very interesting. Schedule. Um, you may know a thing or two about movies. I don't yeah, know. do you like books? Do you like movies? Tell us about it. I hate books actually, and mm. I am allergic to movies. So okay, it's a really sad life I oh. live. No, I love books and movies, <laughs> and it's really fun. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Good to know. Do you have a favorite book or movie? My favorite, just like general. Just in book? general. Okay, my favorite book is uh, Breakfast of Champions by Kurt Vonnegut. Okay. It's the whirlwind of a journey. Yes. The book feels like a fever dream, and I love that about it. Anything by Kurt Vonnegut is my... I know. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> love a good Kurt Vonnegut book. Some say his, his work is depressing and that sort of stuff. I think it's laugh out loud hilarious. Um, but anyway, <laughs> um, so today we're talking about books and movies and how they get adapted mm-hmm. so i think to start we're just going to talk about some of the ones we like and how they've been changed over the years from their traditional format to what we know and love on the screen and so well, we're gonna we're gonna start with romeo and juliet because it's yeah. more classic than shakespeare am i right exactly so, i can't think of anything else more classic so romeo and juliet mm-hmm. i'm sure you know but if you don't it's a story two people who meet and instantly fall in love and then they kill themselves mm-hmm. two star-crossed lovers yes exactly in verona in Verona, oh yes, it's like from feuding families, so it's a it's a high stakes adventure. Yes, of course, of love and um, very quick death, immediate choice to death. No other, you know. Maybe I'll get a job in the city. I'll have a great life. You no, know, just she's dead. Just gonna kill myself. Yep, she's dead. Got it. Just spoiler alert. Oh, it's been out for five hundred years. <laughs> cool. I think we're okay. Great. On that. <laughs> oh, goodness. So, so what versions of Romeo and Juliet have we seen in on the big screen? That um, is, I think. Well, we want to talk about West Side Story. I do want to talk about West Side Story because we both love West Side Story. I has great music. It's great story. story. Mm-hmm. Leonard Bernstein, Stephen Sondheim. Yeah. How can how, how can you get any better it? than that? Yeah. Yeah. So, do you want to talk about? just the the difference the differences for that one yeah sure so well it's set in 1960s new york yes during obviously uh is not (laughs) exactly uh romeo and juliet as we said is set in verona 1500s you know the whole italian renaissance Mm -hmm. you know get with it that kind of stuff the west side story i should say rather um follows the the two star-crossed lovers tony and maria so uh tony belong it's also uh representative gang violence too but i mean in the movie it's equivalent to ballet fighting so like kind of go with that as you would and at the uh, yeah it follows the two gangs the sharks and the jets Mm -hmm. which is representative of the montagues and the capulets and their their feuds and that sort of stuff but one of the the biggest changes towards the end of the movie is only one of them dies Mm. Mm -hmm. don't tell us which uh-oh it's been out for many many years yeah. it's been like 50 years 50 years cool oh, 50 turning like 60 i didn't want to make assumptions yeah it came out like 1964 that's what i thought but i wasn't yeah. sure okay no it's like yeah yeah so it, it is the romeo and juliet story but it's you know it's adapted for modern yeah. times you know when it was produced and it's kind of interesting with that and then we also see um in 1890s classic the wizard of oz frank mm. l palm has also been adapted 
for the audience of which it is selected to. Before we move on to that, yes. back on West Side Story, West Side do you Story. feel that it was effective in bringing back Romeo and Juliet into our contemporary culture of, like, oh, yeah. we weren't alive in the 60s, but it's still around today, and we know what the story of West Side Story. Yeah. So do you feel that that was, like, a good adaptation, that we successfully did that and was good to the original content, but also making it new? No, yeah, I, I agree. It As long as West Side Story lives on, you know, Shakespeare is going to continue living on. <laughs> Granted, yeah, Shakespeare is going to outlive, Shakespeare's West, Side gonna Story, outlive gonna West Side Story, but at least it's an introduction to Shakespeare. Yeah. The movie is, like, family-friendly enough. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, a couple dance violence outbreaks, you know. I mean, there might be a gun or two. Gotta hide those dance violence. Yeah, oh my god, like the, the arabesques. <laughs> it's just, oh my god, it takes you away. It takes yeah. you away. The use of color is also very interesting in that movie. Mm. Completely unrelated to this okay. fact. However, when you do, if you decide to watch the movie, um, look for the color red. It will spoil you for the whole movie. Oh. Mm-hmm. I'll have to watch and look for the a color A lot of red. movies have do the color that way. Mm-hmm. That sort of stuff, yeah. you know. Yeah. Like Gatsby. Like Gatsby. Gatsby. You want to talk about Gatsby? Yeah, let's talk about Gatsby. I like sure. Gatsby. The uh, 1973 Robert Redford run? I'm thinking the Leonardo DiCaprio Ooh. and Tobey Maguire. No. Tobey Maguire? Yes, Tobey yeah. Maguire. Okay. Yeah, he plays Nick. Yeah. Um, yeah, the 73 one, I couldn't make it I through. I I'm I sorry, Robert Redford. Sorry. I just, I can't do it. I'm sorry, but it's so dry. Yeah. It's very dry. And that, that's like not an adaptation, obviously. That's like, or well, it is an adaptation, but it's not a change of story adaptation. No, no. That's like the, the, script material from the novel yeah no everything's like the yeah, same yeah yeah um but, but when it came to the the 2013 version mm-hmm. with leo dicaprio and tom mcguire yeah i almost just said nick so yeah, nick. tom mcguire uh yeah it was different it's the director who did moulin rouge okay uh do you know what moulin i do know yeah, what it is. i have not seen it but For, i do know what it is that's okay <laughs> but so in moulin rouge they use like it's like big big sets yes and music that's modern is woven throughout it Mm -hmm. so that's why that's one of the reasons why in the new gatsby movie you do see like jay-z's got a song in there lana del rey's got Mm -hmm. a song in it but it's still the same story it's just retrofitted for what could sell in hollywood yeah nowadays I feel <laughs> that's what like it is a lot of people have problems with the music in that movie but really? i feel like it works really well i think it works really well I feel like people get really mad at like jay's like people like jay-z trying to do mm-hmm. like a like a kind of oldie time yeah because it's 1920s it's, yeah because yeah. it obviously has to fit with the story has to fit with the time period of the story but i feel like they people like don't think it works but i think it works really well i think it does too because you know it's such loud times mm-hmm. and even though they weren't listening to hip-hop and lana del rey you yeah. know back then because no but that's not how that works that's not how that works you know it still captures the emotion of the time yes everything was heightened Mm -hmm. you know we're living large we're you know getting you know bootleg liquor jay gatsby totally was not a bootlegger no worries um that's never implied in the story whatsoever (laughs) uh you know it's all that sort of like it still captures all the emotion that sort of stuff and then when it comes to the actual storytelling of the piece how it is told more from nick's perspective as he's talking to like a therapist i don't mind that yeah I think that's fine. They could have done without it. However, it needs therapy. Yes, exactly. Because so at the end, layer. yes, when you read the end of the book, it he talks about how he's like in a depressive episode yeah. and starts drinking out of control and is like losing it. Mm-hmm. So the only natural assumption, or well, not the natural assumption, but a better assumption would be that he would go and seek, you know, seek help, guidance for that. So then, why not just put that in the movie? Yeah, it makes sense, like you know, uh, storytelling wise and that sort of stuff. I, I agree. Yeah. Okay. I know. 
Do you want to talk about Wizard of Oz now? Yeah, sorry, go on. You oh, no, that's fine. About Wizard of Oz and that uh, totally yeah, Wizard, off track. <laughs> that's all right. Wizard of Oz, 1933, I want to say. I believe so. Yeah, because it's not 38, because okay. now it doesn't make sense. Yeah, Wizard of Oz, 1936. You know what? It could be, and I have absolutely no Someone idea. fact check us. Yeah, and write in the comments below and say... Uh, you know whatever you want about that uh the wizard of oz though they're in the the original book mm-hmm. uh has lots of uh historical nuances yes uh in the sense that it's a williams Jennings bryant uh populist dreamscape the book started it never finished okay. it because i, I absolutely book. adored the movie as a child mm-hmm. and then when i read the book and saw the differences in it i went this isn't the story of the wizard of oz it clearly is yes however i was like it's the original yeah it's the original yeah and i was like there's no way I was like, oh i'm not reading this don't do that read the book it's supposed to be excellent but one of the main things that people point out is the shoes mm, they're the silver. shoes are silver in the book yeah. and they're red in the movie mm-hmm. do you know why they did that um because it was the first movie in color and they wanted as much color as they had yeah pretty much okay cool <laughs> yeah they they said uh, when it switches to color there you have to have something that stands out yeah if you're gonna if mgm was gonna do a big movie that is you know going to be showing the use of color i mean the yellow brick road the emerald city all this sort of stuff is shiny bright everything's you like, have to put red like heightened i guess yes exactly yeah. exactly that's the technicolor for you everything yeah. is like super super saturated yes and um yeah they wanted something that would stand out so they had to go with red shoes you know and you look to other movies like that the movie the red shoes mm-hmm. she is ballet dancer and her shoes are red and it's like the main thing that stands out in every scene that sort of stuff okay yeah interesting. interesting to know right i feel like your problem with the wizard of oz book i feel like is one that kind of gets thrown all around a lot with books and movies and yes. taking that so i feel like that's yes. just an interesting thing of like having something whether it be the book or the movie have it mm-hmm. be a part of your childhood and then after being so familiar with that story moving on and seeing the other version of it exactly and then being very confused on what's mm-hmm. happening why is it like this no i pictured it this yeah, way yeah everyone has a very specific picture in their mind exactly. when they're reading the book and it changes it exactly yeah, so okay. um we're just gonna talk about frankenstein now perfect frankenstein i haven't read it and i probably don't excuse think I, me yeah because it wasn't required summer reading so i read the other book oh you read the other one was the other one good i did i did like it it so was that's um, excellent oh my god what's it called caucasia caucasia i don't remember who it's by yeah. it's about it's race in the 1980s 1970s, 1970s in boston i read the book during the time of the boston like the bus crisis bus riots yeah riots. bus crisis 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 the crisis riot okay we're it's all a new over word. the place this morning uh, um, frankenstein frankenstein there's 70 uh versions or well okay so stories including frankenstein's monster yes mm. that's right frankenstein's monster yes frankenstein, frankenstein monster. is a doctor I, I know that part that's good um there are 70 movies and short uh cartoons or short movies including the character of lot. frankenstein's monster that's according to wikipedia, yes that's according to wikipedia and they range from about 1914 to 2019 so we got a lot of Frankenstein going on. We've Why do you think the story of Frankenstein. of Frankenstein keeps coming out? Like, what is it about it's creating excellent. a monster? Okay, well, obviously. <laughs> what is it about creating the monster and creating the life from, like, nothing in a science perspective that brings out this story? Do you think it's just because it's, like, kind of freaky? Or do you think there's more to it? Well, I mean, yeah, it is kind of freaky. Yeah. You know? And, you know, as we get closer and advancing to technology, more of these kind of... AI. AI kind of... I mean, yeah, Frankenstein is an AI robot, neural network learning robot. Yes, you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> However, uh, you know, yeah, there's more scientific advances, and so we're getting closer to making, 
you know, more stuff that it's a alive. lot of people have problems with. Yeah. <laughs> Ethics are like becoming a, it's a, a thing. It's a big thing, especially with, uh, in regards to, uh, you know, hu- human organs mm. and, you know, if you can grow an ear on the back of, of a rat, like, yeah. yeah, that sort of stuff. And so that's kind of freaky. But I think it sticks around so much because it's scary. Yes. You think it's out of fear that it sticks around? Yes. For yourselves? Because, well, the story behind how Frankenstein was written is so awesome please share you want me to share it yes please so i almost said marie curie the author Mm, marie curie the author of frankenstein (laughs) mary shelley the author of frankenstein Uh, mary shelley was dared to write a story by her boyfriend at the time who is the poet blank shelley can't think of his first name patrick james jacob Caitlin, help me out. <laughs> uh, do you want me to look it up? I can, here, you keep talking. I'll look okay. So, okay, keep talking. <laughs> so she was ri- she was dared to write a horror story on like a stormy night by her boyfriend there and uh, another writer that they were with on the trip. They were like up in the mountains. It was like stormy. It was all sorts of you know scary stuff. And she wrote the bases for Frankenstein, and they were very surprised because it was genuinely horrifying (laughs) you know and and there's a lot of nuances in the book that you know it really focuses on the mind of victor frankenstein and i think that also has to go with one of the reasons why it sticks around was because i mean it's not conveyed through modern adaptations of it percy shelley percy shelley you know how he died how did he die uh his heart turned to stone okay how did he actually die calcification of the heart oh okay yeah like no like so yeah. his heart literally turned to stone because How does that happened i don't remember okay probably something weird with the pancreas you know strange pancreas just chilling That's there a bad way to go um yeah and so it's like rumored that she had his heart yeah so she anyway. just had her her um um but yeah it's kind of interesting so the book is a lot more about victor's headspace okay it's so much so of how he feels so guilty he's like racked with guilt throughout the whole thing okay so it's the, more about that than less about frankenstein's monster haunting everyone yes exactly it's not like oh my god i made this is alive and then like uh, we're gonna go chase him with pitchforks and yeah. like fire no okay in the book he learns to read he speaks french he, very classy monster. yes he, he would steal books from this this um french family that was on the run and so he learned how to read he learned all these stories and that's one of the reasons why he, he goes after Victor later on, because he's like, you hated me, you know, even though you made me. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, I don't deserve this and time to die and, you know, everything. And uh, like, like I said, I have not read it. Is it supposed to be a commentary on neglecting your children? No. Okay, never mind then. No, it's just a horror story. Okay, cool. Yeah, I don't believe it's a commentary on neglecting your children. Okay. No, because I don't, Mary Shelley wasn't neglected as a child, nor did she really neglect her child. <laughs> I believe you know it it goes yeah mother female empowerment daughter rights you know it's like the the mother of horror that sort of stuff but yeah there's 70 versions of different stuff that has Frankenstein there's been a lot of yeah I feel like everyone must know have at least seen one yeah like just Frankenstein appears exactly first uh my my, uh my personal one that I have seen is Alvin and the Chipmunks Halloween special oh I did not with Frankenstein yeah it's good it's a good one you remember Frank the episode of Sweet Life of Zack and Cody where Frankenstein comes? See, look at that. See, no, I didn't, okay, but honestly. Okay, episode of Sweet Life of Zack and Cody where they're having like a Halloween dance and everyone just thinks it's a guy in a really good costume, but like, what's the janitor's name? Like, Irwin? Marvin? Irwin? 
Erwin. <laughs> Erwin makes um, Frankenstein in like the basement, and see, he just comes up and hangs out in the hotel. Exactly, with Zach and Cody. Yeah, exactly. So um, there you go. While we're talking about Zach and Cody, let's talk about our favorite children's books that got turned into movies. Because oh, there's a lot of them. There is. A- I feel like there's two overarching categories on okay. this list that we have here, and mm-hmm. that is Doctor Seuss mm-hmm. and Rodol. And Rodol, yeah. Yeah. Um, I love both of those people. Exactly. I think they all are very good books and very good movies. Yeah, they are actually really good. One of my favorites, I think, is The Lorax, which was that, what, 2012 movie? Yes, 2012 Zac Efron. Yes. Mm-hmm. Zac Efron and um, Taylor Swift and, and Betty, Betty White. White. <laughs> exactly. And and Ed Helms. Can't we have the about cast list memorized, yes, so if anybody has any questions about that, just we really know, like that. put a we, shout out in just, there. We are the IMDb page. Yes, if, we are. If you go on IMDb for that um, movie, it just says, see Emily and Caitlin. Exactly. Because we know everything about this movie. We do. Um, no, it's amazing. And it's um, not only is it the book, obviously, is a great masterpiece of masterpiece the 21st century. Of, is it the 21st century? No, the 20th, 20th century. century. Because he's dead. He's dead, yes. Um, 2000. No. I don't know. When I'm he not going to finish that sentence because I don't know when he died. Cool. I don't know when he died either. Um, so, Dr. Seuss. Um, a message about saving our planet. Exactly. And that was probably much before its time. Yes, it it's was. It's very relevant now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that when we brought it back in 2012, that message like rang clear mm-hmm. of that, hey, guys. We're killing the planet. And, and Zach Efron's going to tell you about and it. And Zach Efron's going to tell you about it. No, Zach Efron's going to learn about it. And Zach Efron's going to be He's going to teach you. Zach Efron is going to embody the audience and go do what we all need to do and plant a tree. Exactly. He's going to be your spiritual guide yes. on on the quest to save the universe. Mm-hmm. Or really save the planet. Of course. Like he is in all times. In all, in all movies, Zach Efron's in. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Baywatch is going to be my... Baywatch, Dirty Grandpa. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> we, we love Zach Efron. <laughs> That the book mm-hmm. and the movie obviously are different because oh, yeah. in the book we don't have that whole Zac Efron character no. or Taylor Swift character or Betty White or Betty White we have or the, Evil Hair Man Mr. Yeah. O'Hare Mr. O'Hare Evil mm-hmm. Hair Man Evil um, Hair Man he has very square hair mm-hmm. um, that's why his name is Mr. O'Hare no um, so basically we don't have that whole side to it where you're like seeing the real world impact you're only hearing the story of the Lorax in the book but then mm-hmm. in the movie they included this whole like. You know the story. Now, here's what you can do. Exactly. And I think that's, like, kind of cool that they took it and were like, people are going to be like, wow, what a cute movie if we just make the Lorax. But they're not going to be like, I need to save the world. Yeah, no, exactly. So they it adds it. a more human Yes, it makes it more that. relatable, I yeah, feel, more to relatable. the, like, real world rather than just the little orange guy, which I yeah, love definitely. the little orange guy. The oh, yeah. Lorax is my favorite. I used to have a stuffed animal as a kid. <gasps> I think I wanted it one. I did not fabulous. have one. Um, yeah, that's okay. What a cute movie. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it's interesting to note because of course I'm going to bring history into this with the Lorax. Um, you said, yeah, it's more for its, you know, it's past its time. Yeah. And it has such a, you know, meaningful message, not only socially, but politically mm-hmm. as well. And it points to, you know, Dr. Seuss used to make World War II cartoons. Yeah. So there you go. Which is crazy that he's just like putting himself in there. <laughs> exactly. It's kind of, it's, you know, on more than one level instead of just. Yeah, the movie helped portray that it's more than on love. On yeah, it's one more than just a children's story. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's what's great about it. Exactly, and that's what they did with like all the Doctor Seuss adaptations, including like Horton Hears a Who, mm. um, the Mike Myers uh, Cat in the Hat. You know, really yeah. gave you nightmares. So it kind of reached you on multiple levels. That one was like the cat's gonna kill me, but that's okay. It's okay because we're gonna learn to have fun and play anyway. Exactly, and we're gonna learn to fear Mike Myers. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So, uh, Horton Hears the Who. I honestly kind of forgot about Horton Hears the Who. I saw that movie when it came out in 
when we were second no, grade no, first grade kindergarten because our kindergarten crash took a field trip there really i saw that movie three times in theaters oh my goodness i saw it with my friends that i saw it with my family and then our class took a field trip to it wow that might be the movie that i've seen the most times in theaters which oh, is just weird that's very strange I've seen Here's a, Who a lot of times oh my gosh that also does it does that kind of change the narrative a bit? It's been a while since I've seen this movie or read this book. Yeah, like do we the, follow the mate? Do we follow the little who boy? Yeah, the little emo who boy. Yeah, we do. Okay, what is that movie? Horton Hears a Who. Yeah, just thinking know. about it. Uh, well, we talked about Horton Hears a Who. Do you want to just jump? Let's just jump into YA. Do you want to? That's the one that they adapt the most. I feel like recently, and they've been all been bad. They've all been so bad. Why don't they give it a budget? I don't know. They're Why like, don't they make them funny? The I, books are all funny. I know, and they just make them so terribly bad. They're so serious. So just, they take themselves way too serious, they and they're like, oh my god, so the teens seriously. are gonna love this. And we all hate them. They're absolutely awful. I'm not gonna lie, I really liked All the Boys I Loved Before, but that's not counting that. Okay, but like, well, that was also done by Netflix, That too, was done right? by Netflix. Netflix knows what they're doing, except they don't, because Kissing Booth was terrible, and so was um, and, and, Girl, and so was, um, what am I thinking of? Let It Snow. I did not Ooh. like Let It Snow. I wanted to like Let It Snow. I did not <laughs> oh, like Let It okay. Snow. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I think... It's like uh, Kieran Shipka. Like, I wanted to like Let It yeah. Snow. Yeah. But I did not. Oh, we love Let It Snow. <laughs> I've never heard of that, but that's um, okay. It came out around Christmas time. Oh, see, I, I actually, this year, I didn't end up watching any Christmas uh, movies. Well, the story of it was supposed to be that, like, everyone's, like, trudging through the snowstorm. Uh-huh. But, like, the way they made it, there were, like, two inches of snow on the ground at all times. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking but, about bad YA books. Yes. Um, I was going to say that Netflix has a little bit of leeway because they don't technically have to, like, uh, like, the, yes, they do have Netflix studios, but they produce, like, 400,000 things a year. Yeah, they don't have to, like break even like they're not like selling tickets to uh, it yeah and they don't really yeah they have like enough money to fund whatever yeah. you want to make it they're and doing netflix is doing pretty well yeah. for themselves yeah i would say so and they're definitely uh yeah they don't like have to follow like certain like budgets necessarily mm-hmm. and that's what's up or it can't be like oh this is rated r which one did you say was good? All, to all the boys, boys love before. I really like. Yeah, it. it's real cute, and it was like funny too. Yeah, right, like the book. Well, kind of, yeah. kind of, but like see, more they can, so than most, like the YA ones. No, what's it called? Theater released movies yeah. tend to be in yeah. this genre. Exactly. Yeah, they can take more liberties. Is what I'm saying Which, about Netflix. Obviously, like when you were talking about things like the hate you give. That's not gonna be funny, and no. that I respect, and that was a good movie. Yeah, but when we're talking about things that are supposed to be funny, yeah, and then they just take out all the funny and make it all serious, it's not fun. It's not good, and it's that's why good. it never and does well. Yeah, it misses a part of the book and that sort of stuff. Yeah, which it's, is bad. Yeah, um, can we talk about everything, everything? Because I still find mm-hmm. it funny. I saw everything, everything in theaters with Peyton, who okay. we mentioned earlier, who's a friend of ours. Yes, shout out Peyton. We shout love out you. Peyton. So I would pay in when mm-hmm. it came out in like we're probably like eighth grade, right? Okay. And there's a scene where you just get a shot of a window. Okay. And then an elbow slides into the window, and then a person slides into the window. No, ma'am. And he goes, "Did you like the pound cake?" <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I don't think I've ever like lost it so much <laughs> in a movie. Did you and like so- the pound cake, toots? <laughs> Oh and my goodness! That wasn't supposed to be funny, but I like. Yeah. Oh, I was gone. <laughs> <laughs> the whole movie's ruined. Yeah, just it was like, just. Oh, it was so bad. It was so funny. Exactly, but see, like those, those things, kind of things were yeah. stupid. That you're like, oh, it's just like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> That's absolutely wonderful. Um, 
I haven't seen everything, everything, but I, how do you it feel? It takes itself too seriously. Yeah. Except in that moment. Yeah. Except, you like the pound cake? You like the pound cake? <laughs> Good. Oh my gosh. Yeah. The, um, the ones that kind of like took itself too seriously, but I would also argue that the first book took itself too seriously was City of Bones. Mm. Um, the City of Bones no, yeah, movie. Yeah. Those books take themselves too seriously. Yes, they do. Uh, they'd get a little bit, you know less serious towards the end and that sort of stuff once you're like used to the characters and that mm-hmm. sort of thing but um you know except for book three book three is my favorite it's really? been a while since i've read those books but yeah book three is my favorite book three is good um actually book four is my favorite the Ew. worst book in the series it is the worst book um in the series. i don't know which one's my favorite universally agreed upon it's so bad, so bad. it's, it's a such a grab. it's such a filler book <laughs> it was like um i need to make this a six book series not yeah. five um, but yeah, no, it kind of took itself a little but too yeah, seriously that's the there. Book that they made into a movie, but they also made it into a TV show. Yes, they did. They tried twice because and the they mo- failed twice. Exactly because the movie was so bad. But the book does so well. The book does so well. So the, what's not transferring? Everything. So not like characters fine that sort of stuff, but they like changed specific things that happened in the book. This for is the, the mortal instruments we're talking about. Oh, yeah. Cassandra Clare. That we're Cassandra talking about, by Clare, the way. City of Bones, book one. Book came out in like 2005. Yes, the came movie out came out in like. Yeah, it was like 2011. Yeah, because it was not 2013. Maybe There's no was, way it was. Uh, is that too recent, do we think? It would have been 10. I don't know. Oh, you know what? Might have been 2013. Maybe it was 2013. I don't know how old I am. Sometime okay. in the first half of the 2010s. Yeah, cool. it was like. <laughs> yeah. Album for that movie? absolutely lovely really shout out to the pan pacific air they have one album out cool um and since 2011 and it is great good good album you'd actually like it oh i'm glad um there you go the uh all their music sounds the same Mm. but like in a good way okay so to the point where you can't two-door cinema club thing yeah to the point where you can't identify which song you're listening to but you kind of know it okay cool yeah um, but no they like changed specific like specific like plot elements of that of that movie like it was weird. weird But, you know, they do that because they sometimes, you know, can't capture what the, the way that they did it in the, in the book, you know, it might not be realistic budget wise. You have to cut scenes, you have to make time cuts. Yeah. yeah. And you have to make, you have to make sure that they're logical too. Yeah. So you have a 400 page book, you can't, can't condense it. Yeah. Into a, what, hour and 40 minute movie? Yeah. Like, at like max. Yeah. Cause it's not going to be two hours. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. So that one was really bad. Um, the Diversion series. I did not read the books. Because we're just going to keep talking about Peyton today. Peyton spoiled them for me in fifth grade. Oh, she's still that, a little mad. That'll do it for you. Um, yeah. And so I did not read the books, but I did watch the first two movies, three movies. Yeah, I only I made I it. I only made it to movies. two movies, and then I had to stop because I had no desire to watch. Because I know one. they like split the third book in half, and we're like making two mm-hmm. out of it. But then the third one crashed. So like the fourth one was like a made-for-TV movie. Mm-hmm. Did not see that. I saw commercials for it, and it looked bad. It looked really bad. They were like in bubbles. Yeah. Do you see, remember that? Yeah. Yes, I do remember that. I was. I remember reading the book too. The third book is not my favorite. Okay. Allegiant. It's okay. Her name is Tris. Oh no no! I met the author. Oh. Um, Veronica Roth. Veronica Roth. Yeah. I almost said it. Diana Ross. I so. almost said Stephanie Myers. So. Perfect. <laughs> Shout out to Stephanie Myers and Diana Ross for writing this lovely series. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. They're inter- it's been a long time since I've read them. Sixth grade Emily is quaking. Mm. Um, <laughs> quaking. <laughs> quaking. Actually, no. It's more like fifth grade. Okay. But um, no, the movies just failed because it was a hard thing to put on the screen. Yeah. And. The actors did fine, yeah. but uh, yeah, it's just production choices that are wrong. <laughs> Do you think that's another example 
YA books taking themselves too seriously. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Cool. Cause I oh, especially do. like the second one. Oh, my God. The second one was like awful. Um, I, again, I did apologize. not read the books, but I just yeah. I feel like the only thing I remember from the second movie is her being like, but I killed him. But I killed and him. Her no. being, which like, I'm sure like that's dramatic. But yeah. He killed your friend. But yeah, still. I don't know. I remember it being very whiny and dramatic. Yeah, it is. Uh, back to what you said when you said they split Allegiant up yes, into two. Is. The Hobbit is oh. split into three movies. Do you think it needs to be? It's one book. Yeah. Split into three whole separate movies. It's a long book. It's really not that long. How long is it? Like 300 pages. Wait, really? I thought it's it was like, like 600. No, it's not that big. Oh, I thought it was bigger. Okay. Or maybe like three to 400. I don't know. It's like not. Okay. It's not huge. So it does not need to be that many movies. Yeah, but that being said, I feel like because they split into three movies, that so that technically the one movie of the book is like six hours long, you know? Yeah. If you look at it that way... That's real long. And Peter Jackson's a great guy, so he was able to, like, convey more stuff mm-hmm. and get what he wanted in there. Whether or not it's fully accurate to the book, I cannot verify. Somebody write that in the comments below, because... Ooh. ooh because Please comments for us. We once again, haven't read The Hobbit. <laughs> I also have so that. you. I feel like I've read like zero of the books oh, we yeah. talked about today, which is strange. But yeah. oops, I feel like that's not normally the case. That's all right. Like I, normally we prep, and I'm good at what I've read. No, I know <laughs> exactly. But like the truth is, we've seen more movies. Yeah, that's why. Because it takes an hour and a half to watch a movie. It takes yeah. five days to read a to book. To read a like, book, you know, a, a certain book, you know, depending on what it is. But yeah, average audio book is what probably like twelve hours. Yeah, twelve eight to twelve hours. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Only audiobooks I've listened to is like Down and Out in Paris and London, oh. and part of 1984. Okay, I did I did do Par- Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, so that was split over six cassette tapes. Mm-hmm. So that was longer. Yeah, yeah. One of my that's right cassette tapes. <laughs> that's a long time ago. One of my greatest that was fifth grade was. <laughs> listening to the entirety of the brave new world audiobook on like two times speed in like two mm-hmm. days because devon moved up our deadline oh yeah oh my god it was every moment of my life and it was just going and i was like we're running through that story oh my god yeah exactly that's how i listen to that's how i listen to audiobooks i just at two at two times the speed i just yeah sometimes you gotta i'd be folding laundry and i'm like so much stuff um mm. and then of course why you get your percy jackson movies those were just bad mm. they're just really bad. everyone hates them they're so bad yeah they are they changed major plot points yeah that's why the second one tried to be better but i feel like they didn't capture the percy jackson magic in the first one i that's feel why. like that's kind of what we're seeing with all of these is like the moral instruments is flopping mainly mm-hmm. because you get the tv kind of show a, is garbage you get like a magic system that you just it's, it looks really bad. They're like, look, I turned this man into a skeleton. The production skeleton. looks really bad. Yeah. Darkest Minds. Did, I didn't see that movie, but I read the books and mm-hmm. I saw the commercial for it, the trailer for it, and like their eyes glowed, which is not a, okay. a part of the book at all. Yeah. And so they like added in this weird feature where Ew. eyes started glowing. Oh. But I don't know. I guess like the characters couldn't see their eyes glowing, so it was just for like the audience the audience that's to like weird. know what was happening their eyes are glowing oh my god the eyes that's but like, like weird it makes them look really not human and it's real Ew. freaky um Gross. but yeah so something yeah. like that yeah they just have a hard time capturing like the magic of mm. these series and that sort of stuff and like the second one they tried to make up for it but they changed the ma- like a major plot point in there they went to like cersei's like amusement park oh okay, which yeah. in the book and that was the final thing in that movie 
Percy Jackson and the Sea of Monsters book two. I don't the, remember the movies at all. Okay. I, think I saw them in sixth grade. That's fine. I don't fine. think I read Percy Jackson until freshman year. Oh so, my like, god. Yeah, in high school? In high school. Oh my god. Well, freshman year, what else would I Ew. be talking about? No, that's just weird. I started reading them in third grade. Yeah, I didn't. I was yeah. late to that party. Oh my god. Uh, but no, the Percy Jackson one, yeah, they made the, the second movie, they made the ending, was at like Cersei's amusement park, quote unquote. What it was, but in the book that happened in the middle. Okay, and, and yeah, you like left happened, with the iris thing, right? And then you had this whole like other aspect of it. Yep, okay, I, that was. I remember it this. was literally like we're there, and then we left yeah. later. It was like it was weird, and that yeah. you know, I don't know. They you know suffer quality for quantity of movies nowadays. Mm-hmm. So yeah, do you think they're gonna make another Hunger Games movie while she's writing that other yes. Hunger Games book? Yeah, yeah, because it's gonna sell out. Like, yeah, it's gonna go really good. Yep. Because they're going to be like, oh my god, it's Katniss, oh my god. It's not, it's set like 60 years prior. Ooh, It's a then, prequel. It's the uh-oh. 10th Hunger Games, as opposed to the <gasps> Is that the one with the kid I like? The one one guy I like? I don't know what you're the talking drunk? about. What's his name? Like, Cupboard? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't read these books. I watched the movies, I did not like any of them. Oh, really? I don't like the Hunger oh, Games. I think, it's just, I, like I don't care for them. I feel like the books are very good, and then I think they honestly transferred to movies pretty well. I'm sure they did, yeah. Like, I feel like that was kind of, because it's not magical, it's more, it's all fighty. Yeah, it's like, yeah, like, action, we can so do action. Taking, yeah, we're taking a good, well, I feel like the 2010s, we know how to do our action movies. We know our action movies, yeah. And I think they did pretty well. Yeah, the, um, We know how to get girls with cool braids. Yes, and fancy dresses. <laughs> and fancy dresses. And Stanley Tucci. Stanley Tucci is cast perfectly for every role that he's in. Yeah? Yes. I stand by that. Good. Okay. I didn't even Good need to, to read the books, and I knew that. I was like, mm, that's Stanley. T- I'm like, that's Stanley Tucci, and he's playing this role perfect. Uh, so, do you have a book that you never want to see made into a movie? Kurt Vonnegut. It's Breakfast of Champions. Okay. Spoiler alert: already made into a movie <laughs> with. Um, Is it real bad? I don't know what the reviews it has. Have you seen it? No. Okay. You- Judging by the poster, it has Bruce Willis in it. First oh. off, it looks like a nightmare. And I do not want to see that. Okay. I also, hmm, the book I don't want to see. Because I just don't want to see stuff ruined. Yeah, that's the thing. What if I, I haven't read, like, I feel like YA books are the most ones to get, you know, made to these sort of stuff. Yeah. But I haven't read a YA book in so long yeah. that I don't even know anymore. Okay. Uh, what about you? I don't know. The first thing that came to mind was The Selection. Do you remember that trash? The selection. It's The Bachelor with the Princess. And oh, her name's America. America's Singer. And she lives in America. Yes. And it's real bad. Don't read it. Yes. Um, but I just I don't want to see that being in a movie because I'm going to have to watch it. Because well, I read you read it. it. You're going to have to. I'm going to have to watch it and I'm going to have to sit through and I'm going to hate it. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's just going to be watching The Bachelor. Oh, that's and so I, bad. Sorry if you like The Bachelor. I know some people do. I don't like The Bachelor. I think it's dumb. Yeah, but they, the, I feel like, I don't know. I'm speaking in generalities, but mm-hmm. I feel like if you're liking The Bachelor, you're liking it for the drama yeah. and that sort of stuff. You're not there for the story. Yeah, so like, you're if not you have like a story. plot to The Bachelor, mm-hmm. well, like, I guess it kind of does, but like, does it but it's like, it like ca- yeah. ca- it's more freeform sort of because yeah. reality tv no yeah exactly so i feel like you like that aspect of it more so yeah oh oh my god is he gonna drama. pick me oh political drama yeah that's like weird yeah so i feel like that'd just be a really bad movie because it'd just be watching the back uh the bachelor for two hours Ew, yeah that'd be bad you know what i think would also be really bad yeah if they just continued making mortal instrument movies yeah that'd be bad that would have been really bad uh especially when they tried and flopped at the book tv four. series oh my god, the, oh god if i had to sit through book four i movie. would 
I don't know what I would do. <laughs> it, they, oh. they literally go grocery shopping. That's one of the most eventful parts of that it movie. It was the best part of that, that one. I mean, yeah, it was so bad. <laughs> um, yeah, the TV show was awful, yeah, too. It was. It was. They just, yeah, they like, uh, one of the characters who's gay and like you know that they like try to get him to marry a woman oh, and I then force him that. to come out. Do you remember yeah, that, that with weird. Alec? Yeah. yeah, that was weird. In the story, you know, you kind of saw him like realize stuff and then like come to himself yeah. and you know in a more be himself way. instead of trying to be forced to be married because of some weird nuance rule yeah. that was fake it the wasn't in the is. books yeah. so all sorts of stuff do you, you want to talk, talk about other tv shows that oh. have been made into books that have been made into tv Book. shows as opposed to movies oh they make catch 22 into a tv show really didn't watch it hmm. um not because i didn't want to i just want to go back and read catch 22 yeah. uh the movie's good catch 22 yeah, it's got Art Garfunkel in it. I don't know who that is. He's from Simon and Garfunkel. Oh, oh, that mm-hmm. makes sense. Okay. And it has every old man actor nowadays as a 30-year-old in it. Fun. It's so awesome. I love it. Catch me too. Yes, Catch me too is excellent. Um, other ones have been into TV shows. TV shows? I'm like, Pretty I'm, Little Liars. Oh, I forgot that was a book. Yeah, there's like 80,000 of, of them. Um, I feel like they try to do Nancy Drew a lot. I know that on the CW yeah. they're currently trying Ew. to do a Nancy Drew. No. Which, that would be so awesome if it worked. If it worked. And if it I, wasn't the CW. Yeah, if it wasn't the CW. I mean... Well, no. <laughs> actually, you know like my favorite show. Yeah, I was going to so say, I actually, I'm like... the CW too I'm much. Like, you know what? I used to watch uh, Supernatural, so that's fine. Yeah. yeah. I did stop in the... I think, like, after season 10. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways. Um, what was I saying? About, um, they make Nancy Drew into CW. Nancy Drew. That's what we're talking yeah. about. Yeah. I haven't seen it. That could be really good. good. I feel like it could be if good. If they made it good. I feel like almost... You know, how, the format, it would be perfect with if, if you had, like, four episodes, mm-hmm. like, miniseries. Mm-hmm. Like, just do, like, one book in four episodes. Oh. And then just, like, take a few months off uh-huh. and do the next book. There you go. And then let's just keep going and we'll do a few books That'd at a time. That'd be fun. We'll do a book at a time. Yeah. Because I feel like that's the way you have to do it. Because I feel like it can, Nancy Drew can get, to, like, there's a ton of them. There's. And they all yeah. are kind of similar. Yeah. So I feel like you, to make it, like, no, like different and yeah. fresh you'd have to have it like doing like one book at a time yeah like, and like not back to back yeah because if it was like if you tried to do like i don't know if you tried to make a one book like a full season it wouldn't work oh no but if you tried to make like a season that had like like you know how a series of like a events, book of an episode you know how a series of unfortunate yeah. events does like three books a ser- season yeah i feel like if it did that it would be two back to back yeah so i, I don't know yeah. i also I feel like they would try and take themselves too seriously it definitely would like it's gotta be fun because nancy drew's fun nancy I drew nancy is fun drew. i didn't read nancy drew oh my god i totally i we read trixie belden i also love trixie okay belden. <laughs> so i've only yeah we read like trixie belden like book three or something okay, the yeah. curse of the red trailer or yes, something I yeah. have read that book. right isn't it good <laughs> it is yeah so i read that when i was a kid and trixie like, and honey yeah it's like light and fun yeah. and like you're just having a good time yeah. but anyway mm-hmm. nancy drew we were talking about yeah. i have a question for you mm-hmm. how would you feel if they just took the characters of nancy drew and made her solve 2020 mysteries um what would you define as 2020 mysteries just like stuff like i would not like oh my god who sold my cell phone like yeah, not like, like that okay. but more like like that they're just doing they might be like oh okay i can't you know my grandmother's locket was stolen and stuff but it's got more like 2019 nuances like it's not set in like the 60s, 60s okay yeah so yeah i think you could do that um, i feel like kind of part of her charm mm-hmm. is that she's like 
a girl, girl in the, in the, in the 60s. 60s. Yeah. And she knows what she's doing mm-hmm. and she doesn't care what you think. She's doing it anyway. Her dad tells her it's scary every book and she's like, I don't care. I'm uh-uh. going to go get locked in the closet by a kidnapper and Perfect. it does not matter. Perfect. Um, that scared me a lot. As a I'm sure it did. Yeah, she was like <laughs> tied up in a closet and I was like, oh no, Nancy, what are you going to do? Nancy, no. Yeah. Tune in uh, to book 64 next. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No, yeah. But I feel like if they tried to do it now, mm-hmm. I'm sure it could work. I feel like, but um, I feel like it wouldn't wouldn't be be the same. It wouldn't be Nancy Drew. Like I feel like it would just be some chick. Yeah, it'd be more like the Emma Roberts one. Emma Roberts one. Yeah, because that was a good movie. Yeah, I I enjoyed it at the time. But she's kind of like, oh, I'm Emma Roberts. I'm walking through 2010. Like, yeah, exactly. You know who she is. You know know what's happening. You know what she's doing. She know what she has access to. Um, Yeah, exactly. She can check Google. We get it. Yeah, yeah. I understand that. I don't know. So I don't think it would work as well. But I'd be up to see it try. Yeah. There you go. It'll be fun. Do we know what the CW is? It set in the sixties. The CW one. I have no idea. It feels very Riverdale. Couldn't even tell you. I don't even know. Oh, it. it's just. Oh, it's going Riverdale. Route. I've seen the trailers and it just looks like Riverdale. Like you oh. know the colors of Riverdale. Oh no! It looks like it's set in that same color palette with a little more pink. No. <laughs> oh, that's so weird. The um. Yeah, speaking of Riverdale, those were comics. Yeah. The movies. Yeah. yeah, they were. Into, or comics. not movies, into um, a TV, TV show. show. Well, yeah. I feel like Riverdale is real popular. Riverdale is very popular. Especially, I feel like, it's, okay, maybe it's not anymore, but like the first season, I feel like, was really popular. Oh, it was. When it first came out, it was yeah. really big. It, it definitely was. Yeah. Same with The Walking Dead. Yes, The Walking Dead the Walking was huge. The Walking Dead is, was enormous. And that was um, also comics. Yeah, it was. And I feel like not as many people read those who watched the show because like within like the first few episodes there's like a different character Mm -hmm. and then all the other ones like don't look like they do in the yeah they like don't look like they do Mm -hmm. or then they had like a whole family like removed and that sort of stuff was kind of weird yeah yeah i didn't make it through the tv show but i did i did like the comics up until like i don't know volume i feel like most people are the opposite 26 yeah exactly yeah exactly same thing with umbrella academy Oh, I liked Umbrella. Do you Academy. like the TV show? I did. Yeah, I hated the comics. Yeah, did you I, watch the show? I watched like a couple episodes. Yeah. I didn't end up finishing it. Um, I thought that the show seemed like fine. I thought it did like it did what yeah. it was trying to do well. I just really didn't like the comics, and I'm sorry, Gerard Way, but I they did nothing for me, yeah. and I didn't like the art style, and I do apologize. However, it was just really bad storytelling in yeah. the comics. I was like, ew. I don't know. Why am I, I remember, reading? They also took I me like 15 it. minutes to read. Yeah, it's not, they're not really. Yeah. I watched I watched it when it first came out on mm-hmm. Netflix, and then I feel like a few months ago, my dad was like, "Oh, we should watch that show." And I was like, I don't think I want to watch it again. <laughs> You're like, I'm, like I like it. I'm okay, it, but I did not want to watch it a second time. It was extremely popular when it first came out. Oh yeah, yeah. I think that was Netflix being like, look what we made, hey, please watch Academy. it. And then everyone's like, oh, who are these children with masks on? Exactly. And, like the first scene of the show is like someone giving birth in a pool. Oh yeah, it remember, is. yeah. I forgot about that. And it's like, oh, what am I watching? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But uh, no, I thought the show did good, and you know that's fine. Yeah. Um, Preacher, they also made mm-hmm. into. I don't like the show you don't whatsoever. Like the so it was created by Seth Rogen and his buddy, like from middle school. Oh, okay, and so they're like, they're like, oh buddy. yeah, they're like, oh, we read the comics, we loved them as kids, and then when they adapted it, they did a really poor job. Okay, they were like changing weird stuff and like i get it because the the preacher comics are like very inappropriate for tv yeah like really inappropriate for tv like so to the point that's like oh god can't be on tv i don't really want to look yeah it's more like hbo it's like i don't think i it was on showtime so why do you think it was i feel like i only see it on tbs does it play on tbs you know it probably does too okay but originally it was showtime they like changed random stuff with it like 
like all the the acting or the the casting for the roles perfect perfect they have ruth nega as um as tulip they have um the dude from what's his name we looked him up the other day the dude from mamma mia he plays jesse Oh, he looks like him. Sky though. from Mamma Mia. Sky from Mamma Mia. I don't know. His, I don't know the actor's name. I don't know either. Could not tell you that. Yeah, and then they have the guy who plays Casty. He's Irish and like looks just like the drawing of him, so it's oh, perfect. That's cool. But yeah, they like change weird stuff in there. They're starting to do stuff like out of order. Mm. It's not making any sense. It was just bad. Yeah, so I feel like comic book to tv might be a little hard but also you you are allowed to take much more liberties yeah i feel like also comic you know? book tv it's shorter so i feel like it's more almost more set for episodes yeah like i feel like but i feel like sometimes they feel the need to include much more nuance than is actually yeah. there because i am doing a show for showtime preacher fell hard <laughs> some people <laughs> some people liked it i just it did nothing for me so do you have any movies or shows that you've seen that make you want, that are based off books that you haven't read the book and makes you want to read the book? Yes, I do. I believe Ooh. you have a list right in front I of me. I do you. have the list right in front Perfect. of me. We talked about this earlier. All right. Which one do you want to start with? I want to start with the series before it's, it's so it's good. It's so good. I love so the TV I haven't, show. It, there's a movie. The movie, I believe it, I have not seen it. The movie scared me real bad really? as a it's child. Jim, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. I thought so. And it is weird. Okay, I have not Because the seen series it. is weird. Yeah, it is. However, Jim Carrey made it real scary. I'm sure. However, the like great count Jim Carrey touches gets scarier. Yes, it does. <laughs> uh, yeah, but the Neil Patrick Harris one is uh, much better. I love Neil Patrick Harris, I love Neil and Patrick I love Harris. that Patrick Warburton. That's his name, right? Yes, it is. I love him as the narrator. I love him as, as um, Lemony. What's his name? Lemony Snicket. Lemony Snicket. I love that, and just it's so weird, but it's so fun and so cute, it's so good. And I have not read the books. I feel like I should have in like fourth grade, but mm-hmm. I didn't. Because I read Harry Potter for like a year and a half because it That's took okay. me a million years to get through that series. So yeah. I have not read a series of unfortunate events, but oh my God, I, I want to so read them so badly. Series. I might go rewatch a series of unfortunate events. I know. I love that. Like, they were I love all Klaus. so good. Yeah, you like Klaus? He's so good. I like him. I like the. Um I like the girl with the hair tie. Violet. Violet. I like Violet. Violet Baudelaire. Yeah, she's fun. Yeah. All of them are fun, actually. They're all fun. And I like the um, henchman of Undetermined Gender. Yeah. I like him. Um, he has a TikTok now, by the way. Of course anybody was curious. Do um, you know it? I have no idea. Okay. I was just, I happened to be scrolling the app. And he came up one day and I went, ooh. <laughs> Ooh. i said that's kind of weird but yeah but no i really want to read the books now yeah. but i feel like that's real weird if i'm like 17 and reading i think honestly events. let's go for it yeah uh, there's so many i think of it'll them. be fun there's so many of them but they're real short they are short so i feel like, like you could just fun. like flick through them and yeah. have so much fun can we do that so, for the next book club yeah read oh the God, entire really? series let's just have an emily and caitlin book club and yes. we'll read a series of unfortunate events so together whoever fun. wants to join please let me know you can yeah. be, anyone can be part of our series of unfortunate we're only going to read a series of unfortunate events and then the, and then after we're done the whole thing uh ends yeah <laughs> um no because um we got no patrick harris on it but also isn't um kobe smolders on it yes yeah, she is we got like our little how am i your mother reunion going yeah on, there is a little bit of which that which is so fun yeah um i love fun. them both because i love how am i your mother yeah uh oops <laughs> it's fine but no um, it's so good and it tells such a cute little story and i just i wish i read it but i haven't yeah and i feel like since one it was you know like i said earlier it was published by netflix so they can yeah they can do more like the weird stuff that's in the book like you know and all like the hidden stuff and like yeah, you know like, they re like i know there's a sentence or something that he keeps like repeating it 
because it's, I don't know, but you can have those little bits. Yeah. And, like, kind of, you have time for them. Yes, exactly. And you can't, you can, I think that's also you know. part of the format that it takes. Yeah. Of that. I think I said earlier, it takes like two episodes per book. Yeah. And we go for three seasons of that. Yeah. So and I then, th- and we know we're not going to get another season. Yeah. Because we know the books are that's done. That's where the book ends. Yeah. Stop making movies after there's no more books. Oh my God. Please okay. stop. Don't do it. I mean, they're bad. Yeah. They're bad. Or Game of Thrones fans would hate you. Sorry, Game of Thrones. <laughs> I don't care. George R. R. Mar- Martin is still, you know, popping out those books. Yeah. So I don't know. I have no oh, idea. Oh, to go the other way then? Never mind. I thought they. I think they're doing a prequel. I don't, I don't know. know how it works. Could be another one. I don't watch Game of Thrones. Sorry. Neither do I. Because this is a family friendly podcast. This is a family friendly podcast. And we, we don't watch Game of Thrones. We don't watch Game podcast. of Thrones, but I did mention Preacher, which is very unfamily friendly. Okay, but that's so okay. if you're a child, be careful. Be careful, child. Um, other ones on there, uh, Doctor Sleep. Yeah, a lot of people I don't think really like that movie. Which, I remind me which one that is. Liked it. It came out recently. Had okay. Ian McGregor in it. Okay, or Ewan, however you pronounce it. I do apologize. Yeah, I uh, had Obi Wan Kenobi in it. Yeah, that's who it was. In case anybody was wondering, um, it had him in it. And um, you know the movie The Shining. Yes. In the book The Shining. Yes. It's the son from that movie. Okay. So Danny Torrance is the one of the main characters, and this other girl can also has the power to shine. So to shine is they connect mentally, okay, kind of that sort of stuff, and they can like, uh, it's like some of them might have different kind of like powers and stuff. So like in the movie, he's called Doctor Sleep mm-hmm. because um, he works at a um, hospice care, okay, and he he talks to people he talks to the people before they die, okay, and like is able to soothe them. So when they're like you know really mm-hmm. heightened and when they're really heightened and they know. You know, he's able to calm them yeah. and that sort of stuff by using his power. And the other one, the girl can, uh, like, get not... Oh, I mean, they both can get into other people's minds, but full control of that. Yeah. Kind of think of it as, like, um, uh, I almost said livid dreaming. That's not it. Lucid dreaming. Lucid dreaming, yeah. Kind of like that. That's, okay. like, more power. Um, and they connect and because there's a group of people who want to hunt them down and uh, consume their souls. Mm. Yeah, and their essence of their being so that they can live forever. Yeah, okay. That's fun. But, um... I don't know something about that movie. I really liked it. Okay. I don't know what it was. It's kind of like like a hard R rated cross country adventure, is <laughs> what I would describe it as. <laughs> it's so fun, and I loved it. Um, but I've been meaning to read the book Doctor Sleep for so long, and then I finally watched the movie, and I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I got I got to read this now. Okay. Like definitely got to read it. Yeah. I also need to read The Shining, and I just need to read Stephen King just more. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> good to know yeah any other ones you want to mention on there oh i saw little women last weekend okay and i really like the movie if you haven't seen it mm-hmm. it's in theaters now it's very good mm-hmm. uh it came out christmas i think uh yes okay and yeah it's got like meryl streep emma watson sorcerer ronan timothy, timothy chalamet, chalamet. Mm-hmm. do you guys think timothy chalamet's hot he's not we don't know he's not <laughs> the world can't figure it Too out sharp uh. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway i i you'd think i would have read little women mm-hmm. because that seems like the kind of thing i would have read yes it's classic jane austen no no it's um not the bronte sisters no it's um uh, louisa may one. alcott louisa may alcott i do apologize i wanted to call her mary alcott and i knew that was wrong mary alcott, um no, louisa, louisa may alcott you'd think i would have read it i had not i didn't even know the story of it and i went and oh I, my god i literally came out and i was so mad about everything and i was like i need to read the book yeah to know if that's what actually yeah. happens i was just like i was going you hadn't off. seen any of the other movies i've seen any of it didn't really know anything of what was really? going on i just went okay. into it and was like i think this is set in the civil war 
Oh, yeah, it is. And then that's just all I knew. Yeah. I saw the and 93 oh. version when I was like a little kid. Okay. So I like had, for the longest time, I had no idea what was happening. Yeah. I just knew it was like the sisters. And I was like, okay. Yeah, I had seen it like when I was a little kid and that sort yeah. of stuff. But yeah. Because there's three versions of it now. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. The 1933 version, the 1993 sure. version. And then, yeah, and then there's a stage version. There's yeah. also a musical made out of it. Okay. Yeah. I knew nothing about it. And yeah. then I went in and I ran out and I was like, oh my God, I need get to read me this book. book. <laughs> It's excellent. I One think of my best I, friends is like her favorite book, and she was like, "I'll give you the book. Yeah, like, I was it's gonna so say. good. You have to read it." Yeah, and I was like, "Oh my god, I need to read the book. I have not read the book yeah, yet." Yeah, I'm just gonna read it now. Probably by excellent. this time, we I haven't talked to you next month. I'll have read you'll the have book. read it. That'll be good. <laughs> It'll just be about little women. You'll just be going off. Yeah, that's a thing. special gift. Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> oh my god, I would love that. <laughs> oh my god, too angular for me. I'd be like, mm, no, <laughs> I don't even care. I just want him sitting there, and just I want to talk to him. Mm-hmm. That would be fun. Uh, but yeah. Any other ones we got on? No, that's no? pretty much what we want to talk about. Cool. I think that'll be it for today, guys. It's a pretty successful episode. We've been episode. talking for a while. It's been like, what, an hour? <laughs> Thank you for listening. Uh, we really appreciate it. I'm really <laughs> impressed you got this far. Yeah, uh, good job. Good job. 300 literary points. Sure. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> to you for making it through the end of the podcast. Cool. <laughs> now you have 300 literary points. There you go. Keep them you're, up. You're winning the game. There you go. Um, but yeah, so... You can uh, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts now. Ooh, Google I recently, Podcasts? Yes, I recently got them on Who Google Podcasts. I weird. don't know. I didn't know people use them. And yeah. then someone asked me if I was on Google Podcasts, and I was like, I can be. And you said what? Okay. Um, but yeah, we're now pretty much, I think that's wherever you get your podcasts, which yeah. is fun to say. There you go. Give us a download. Listen yeah. to us. If you missed our last two episodes, um, I talked to our friend Kaylee about the importance of world building and setting. And then I talked by myself about book clubs and yeah. why they're fun and why you should join one. Yeah. And if you are from Ashby and you want to join a book club, you can join the Project Lit Book Club, which is having its next meeting on Valentine's February 14th. Day. And we are reading Aristotle and Dante Discover the Secrets of the Universe. It's not Aristotle. Oh, no, no. I'm saying it's not like a book about Aristotle and Dante. No, it's not Dante. about Aristotle. Because... Yeah, my sister picked this up and she was like, why aren't you just reading Dante? And I said, excuse me? No, and she said, what? And I said, read the back. It's a fiction novel about, yes. <laughs> I believe, teens in the 1980s in Texas. Yes, it is. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, yeah. But it seems real cool. I've heard really good mm-hmm. things. I have not read it. I'm excited to read it and talk about it and there hopefully talk about it with all of you. So yeah. um, that'll be it, I think. You can follow me on Instagram at, at MMHS Project Lit. Anyway, what a successful podcast. Thank you, Emily, for being here today and you're talking and welcome. sharing all your wonderful movie knowledge. You're welcome. If you guys don't know, Emily's brain is like a vault of movie information. I love and movies. She is the one you want to go to if you want to talk about movies. They're fabulous. You want to talk about colors in movies? I got you. Mm. I specialize in colors. We should talk about La La Land sometime. Oh my God. They ripped all the music from that <laughs> and all the scenes. So, oh well. But, but color's uh, real pretty. Color's so pretty. I love a good Technicolor saturated yeah, movie. Yeah, we do. They're so pretty. Okay. okay. Anyway, that's going to be it. Bye. Bye.